Shalom Baruch, we're up to you, Vamos Daf Samach Tes. Today's Daf continues in our discussion of relationships that passel women from eating Kedusha, a Truma, or marrying a Koyan. We have a discussion about a Zar that is passel a Truma. We explain the difference between the three-way Machlekes we had about the list of the Psulim. And we have Machlekes about someone who is bought on his Arusa. Regarding Truma. Now the Gemara asks at the top of Samach Tesumar Aleph, where do we know that Olivia and Yisraelis would be possible if they slept with an Eved or a Goy? And the answer based on Reb Abba, Omar Rav. We learn it out from the extra Vav. Bas teaches us a Kohenes. And Ubas teaches us even Olavia and Yisraelis would be puzzle. Maybe this would only be going like Rabbi Akiva, who actually darshins extra vavs. And the Gemara says, no, this would even work Lashitas Rabbanon, because the whole word Ubas is extra. It says Ubas in both puzzle, good beza, and Gimel. Now the Gemara asks, maybe that a relationship which is Toifes Kedushin, and therefore there is Almonus and Gerushin, when they don't have children, she can still eat Truma. And it's only when they have children that she will have her truma revoked. But by an Eved and a Goy, where there's no Amonis and Gerishin, even if they have kids, maybe she should still be allowed to eat truma. The Gemara says, then why would we have a reboy of Levio and Yisraelis? And according to Rabbi Akiva, who says that even in a relationship that's only a Chayve Lav, Kedushin would not be Toifes. According to him, when the Pasuk says, Kisiel ish zor, if it's not teaching me Kiddushin Mechai Velav, and what's it teaching me? What's the Pasuk of Almono Grusha teaching me? According to Be'akiva, the Gemara answers, Almono is teaching me a Chumrah, even when she has children, and Grusha is telling me a Kula, even when she does not have children. And I need both, because if I only learned Almono, she's allowed to eat truma when she has no children because she's still able to marry into kahuna, but a garusha can't marry kahuna at all, even a kohen hadyot. I might think that even though she doesn't have children, she would not be allowed to eat truma. And if the Torah only told me garusha, when a garusha has children, she's not allowed to eat truma because she's not allowed into any kahuna relationship, as opposed to an almana who can marry a kohen hadyot. I might say, I may think that even if she does have children, she can still eat Juma. That's why we have both Amona and Grusha. So now the Gemara asks, what about a Machzer Grusha Sai who got remarried? That Kedushin would be Taifes. And they're kosher for Kahuna. She could definitely eat Juma if she could marry a Kayin. The Gemara says that when the Torah tells us Le'ish Zar, it means a woman who is Zar to him, never been married to her before. As opposed to a machzor kushasai. Ah, what about a halal? He's mutter even with a kehenes. No, there the pasuk says le halal zare be amov. It puts together him and zaroi. Just like he is puzzle, so to his zaroi, his offspring are also puzzle. Just like the kohen gadol puzzles the almona from eating truma, so to this child, the halal puzzles who he sleeps with from eating truma. The Gemara, maybe we can learn from the Lashon of the Pasuk Kisiyah that the Psul begins already from the Kedushin, even if he dies before they could have Bia. 
maybe she should still be also from eating truma. She should still be possible. The Gemara says, no, we learn from Kain Godal with an almona. Just like when a Kain Godal marries an almona, the Bia answers her. So to hear, by these psulim, it will only be Bishas Bia. Until then, she could eat truma. Maybe the Gemara postulates she would only become Usr when there's Kedushin and Abiyah. And the Gemara says, no, we learn from Kohen Gadol with an Almona. Just like a Kohen Gadol with an Almona, the, the Bia itself, not Kedushin, passels her. So too with the rest of the Psulim. It's the Bia alone which will passel them from eating Shuma. Rabbi Yaisi says, his Shita on the, in the list of who passels from Chuma and Kahuna, he says, any relationship where the children will be possible, this relation will possible the wife. What's the, the difference between his Shita and Tanakamas, who listed off all the Psulim? Rabbi says, the difference is a Mitzri and an Adoimi of a second generation. See, they're both learning out from Kohen Gadol and Almona. The, problem is the difference is that the Tanakama holds, they're just like a Kohen Gadol and an Almona, the Amona is passled with this Avera Bia. So too, all of these Psalm will passel the woman. And Rabbi Yossi holds that just like a Kohen Gadol who marries an Amona, that the child is passled. So too, the Amona is passled. Likewise, any relation that will create children that are Psalm passels the wife, the woman as well. What does that exclude? A Mitzri, a second generation Mitzri whose child is not possible, the Pasuk says, the third generation are they're Yidin. They can be Yidin. That wife, that woman, would not be possible. Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel Shita is if you can marry this man's daughter, you could also marry his wife and not possible her. That sounds just like Shita's Rabbi Yossi, who said if the children are kosher, then this relation won't possible. Ula says that the difference between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel is a ger, Amoni, and Mayavi. Both Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon are learning out from an Amona, the Kohen Gadol. Rabbi Yossi holds, just like an, a Kohen Gadol with an Amona, the child is puzzle, and she's puzzle. So too, all of these psulim, so too, anyone whose child is a psul, this woman is also a psul. And would not be would be possible with this relation and not be allowed to eat chuma or marry a coin. Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel, however, says, just like a coin godel be almono, that all of their children are possible, and almono is also possible. So too, any relation that will create children that are possible, and the woman will be possible, goes in my list of psulim. This excludes an amoni meavi, where not all of their Offspring will be possible because the based on the pasuk of Amoni v'le Amoinis. That's why Rus was allowed to become Jewish. Mayavi v'le Mayavis. Any daughters would not be psulim. Now we have a new Mishnah that tells us an Oinis a Mefate a Soita do not passel for meeting Truma, having relations with them, but neither do they grant the rights to eat Truma. However, if they're not Roy, Lovoy be Israel, then they are possible. What's an example? Israel that marries, that sleeps with a Bas Koyin, she can still eat Truma. He doesn't passel her. 
If she becomes pregnant, then she's not allowed to eat shuma. If the child falls apart in utero, then now she is allowed to eat shuma immediately. Or if she miscarries. Next, the measure says that if a koyin married a bas Yisrael, she cannot eat shuma. If she becomes pregnant, she, can still, she, she still cannot eat shuma. If she gives birth, then by means of being a mother of a koyin, she can eat shuma. So in this regard, the son koyin is stronger than the father's koyin. The father, the husband koyin, who was not giving her the rights to eat shuma until the baby was born. An Eved, who sleeps with a Koyhenes, will passle her from eating Shuma, but doesn't passle through children if a Bas Koyen has a child from a Yisrael kosher, her Yisrael husband dies. The fact that her child is from Yisrael doesn't prevent her from going back to Beis Avihah. The example would be a Bas Yisrael who marries a Koyen, or a Bas Koyen who marries Yisrael, and they have a child, a son, and that son marries a shifcha, and the shifcha has a son. That son has the din of an eved. This child's father's mother, if she's a bas Yisrael who had married a koyin, she can't eat truma. But if she's a bas koyin who married a Yisrael, then she would revert back to Pesavia and she can eat truma. A mamzer, apostles, from eating truma, but also offers the rights to eating truma. For example, a Bas Yisrael who marries a Kayin, or a Bas Kayin who marries Yisrael, and they have a child. They have a daughter. And this daughter goes and marries an Eved or a Goy. That son born from this relation will be a Mamzer. If his mother's mother is a Bas Yisrael who married a Kayin, she can eat truma. If she's a Bas Koyin who married a Yisrael, she can't eat Shuma because of this Mamzer. A Koyin Gadol, the next case in the Mishnah is a Koyin Gadol, can sometimes passle for meeting Shuma. What's this case? It's a Bas Koyin who marries Yisrael, and they have a baby girl, and this girl goes and marries a Koyin. That, that, the son born from this marriage can be the Koyin Gadol. And he can feed his mother, Truma, but he passes his mother's mother. This is like what someone would say, uh, Oi, that my son became a Kayan Gadol, because he's passing me from eating Truma. This is a Bas Kayan who could no longer eat Truma, even though her daughter's daughter is the Kayan Gadol, daughter's son. Now the Gemara brings a, a Mishnah that says, A Shaita or a Katan who get married and then die, their wives are potter from Chalitza and from Yibo. This teaches us that a shaita does not have the ability, the halachic ability, to be koine. Now going back on our mission, we had a case where a Yisrael married a Bas Koyin, she can eat Shuma, but if she becomes pregnant, then she can't. Now once she's pregnant, the Gemara explains she can eat Shuma. Why aren't we worried that maybe she will become pregnant and she should be us or even before she's obviously pregnant. We have a concept the Mishnah tells us that we do not remarry until we're waiting three months to see if this wife is pregnant from her first husband. Why don't we do the same thing here with Chuma? So Rabbi Barav Huna explains, 
When it comes to Yichus, we're worried. We don't know which husband this, this pregnancy came from. But by Truma, we're not worried. Really? We're not concerned regarding Truma. The Brisa tells us, if a Koyin tells his wife, this is your get the moment before I die. She's immediately forbidden to eat Truma. You see, we are cheshish, maybe the husband died now. So Rabbi Baravuna says, we're worried regarding marriage, but not regarding znos. When it was a marriage, it could be that she really did become pregnant, but when there was a znos, we assume that she was mesapechas to, to do everything she can to make sure that she wasn't impregnated. The Gemara says, are we actually concerned that she's pregnant regarding when, when they were married? The Brisa says, if a marries Yisrael and then dies, she can go to the mikvah and immediately eat truma that night, go back to her father's house. You see, that we're not concerned that she's pregnant. So if Chista explains, she can go to the mikvah and eat truma for 40 days. Because during Mimanavshach, if she's not pregnant, great. But if she is pregnant, during those 40 days, the child in her womb is not considered a child. That has the din of maya ba'alma, just water, which has halachic ramifications regarding the sugya of abortions nowadays. So Abai tells of Chista, if that's true, in the Sefer, we said that as soon as we, we realize that she's pregnant, those first 40 days should be an issue when she was busy eating truma impregnated. And the Gemara answers that it doesn't say that those first 40 days are messed up. Rather, it means that she ate after the 40 days. Then it would be ruined lemafreya until the 40 days as well. But as long as she stops after 40 days, she would not have to pay the Karen and Chaymish on the first 40. Next, the Gemara learns that if someone is Boal Arusosoi, he sleeps with his Arusa in his mother-in-law's house, Rav says that that child is a mamzer. Shmuel says that that child is a Suffolk mamzer. Rav says it's Mestaver Shitas Rav that the child's a mamzer. When there are rumors that she was unloyal with others, but when that, when, when there's no chashash with other people, when there's no chashash because there's no, it's not normal for, for her to have any be'ila before chuppah, the din is with her. Rav says, you know where I get this from? Well, we learned that an anusor, mafuta, bas Israel, who was taken advantage of from a, by a koyin, she can eat truma. When her son is born, before then she can't. Now, what's that case talking about? If there were rumors going on about this woman with others, then why would she be allowed to eat Shuma? Who says that this child is in fact the Koyin's child to grant her Shuma rights? Elamai were talking about there where, where there was no other rumors about her. And over there, when she's also on the Koyin and on others, and we trust her that this child is hers, the Koyin's, that she was honest and not disloyal with the, like the rumors, over here, when she's usher, this arusa is usher on others, and she's motor to her arus, again, we're going to trust her. So Abai answers that Rav holds that this child is a mamzer. Whenever there are any rumors about, about her, even if there aren't rumors about others besides for the arus. Why? We say that since she allowed herself to be with her arus, she would also be mafkir herself with others. Our mission is talking about a case 
when they're both locked up in, in prison. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.